Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Thursday, 6th April, 2023. Our bit today comes from Matthew 26, verse 28, which says, For this is my blood of the New Testament, or covenant, which is shed for many for the remission or forgiveness of sins. And then it was Thursday, Monday, Thursday. And we wish you all a happy Monday, Thursday. Yes, it might not have been such a happy day in Jesus' life, neither in ours right now, as we contemplate the next few days of tragic happenings. But it was indeed a special one where Jesus set certain parameters in our faith and left us several examples to follow. Monday, Thursday was the day in Jesus' life when, as we say, everything came up to bump, meaning that he had finally reached the stage where there's no turning back. On that Thursday, certain things happened that reminds us of this, sorry, of the passionate moments of Jesus' life. And we are invited to remember and celebrate these four events especially. They are the Last Supper, the washing of the apostles' feet by Jesus, Christ's agony and prayer in Gethsemane, and the arrest of Jesus, right? So those four things we're supposed to remember today. At the Last Supper, Jesus offered himself as a sacrificial lamb with such humility and selflessness that makes him the perfect example of those attributes. Now, this was a time of the celebration of the Passover feast in Jerusalem, one of the most sacred days in the Jewish calendar, reminding them of that time during their slavery in Egypt, when the angel of death passed over Egypt and killed every firstborn son, but spared the Jews because of the lamb's blood on the lintel of their doors. And you can find that in Exodus 12. On that particular night, Jesus sat with his 12 disciples celebrating. And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. But woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? He, that's Jesus, said unto him, Thou hast said it. And that comes from Matthew 26, 21 to 24. Oh, my people, can you imagine the consternation, the doubt and grief engendered by Jesus' comment that one of his closest supplicants would betray him? And the scholars explain, Jesus' reply to Judas, Thou hast said, 
means yes. He that departs reveals the personal and intimate nature of the betrayal. But you know what? That was only one of the first, sorry, that was only the first of several eye-opening occasions on that fateful evening. After that, the good book tells us, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup of wine and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink ye all of it. That means drink all, drink from it all of you. For this is my blood of the New Testament or covenant, which is shed for many for the remission or forgiveness of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And all of that comes from Matthew 26, verses 26 to 29. And right there we have it, friends the celebration of what we call the Eucharist or Holy Communion as a memorial of the death and resurrection of Jesus in response to his words at the final meal he shared with his disciples where he said, do this in remembrance of me. And you can find that in Luke twenty-two nineteen. Thus, when we receive communion, we remember the sacrifice Jesus made for us, and we grow in love for one another as Jesus commanded us. And what do the scholars say about Jesus' actions at the Last Supper? As per Jesus, as, as per Jesus took bread, the head of the Jewish household was accustomed to doing this during the Passover feast. Jesus gave a completely new significance to the action. Then, as per, this is my body. During the Passover feast, the Jewish householder took bread in his hand and said, this is the bread of affliction, which our fathers ate in the land of Egypt, meaning, of course, that one represented the other. By his words, though, the Lord changed the whole significance and emphasis of the feast from looking back to the typical redemption from Egypt to faith in the redemption from sin accomplished by his death. And the bread and wine were only outward symbols of our Lord's death. Nothing in the Gospels indicates that these were to be viewed as a means of grace, sacraments, or that they were physically necessary for one's salvation. Meanwhile, as per the cup, they say three cups were passed around by the Jewish householder during the Passover meal. The third, which is probably the, probably the one referred to here, being known as the cup of blessing. And per my blood of the New Testament, which is taken from the Greek Septuagint version of Exodus 24, 8, with allusions to Jeremiah 31, 31, and Zechariah 9, 11, which I think we all should check out and see what they say. 
The covenant in Exodus 24, 8 was sealed with blood. Now, as per shed for many for the remission of sins, here is a clear, clear statement that the death of Jesus was necessary to enable God to forgive sins. It, in fact, made it right or morally justified for him to do so. Our friends, so much happened on that penultimate day of Jesus' life that we don't have time nor space to recount it all in detail. But we do know that after supper, Jesus washed the disciples' feet. You can find that in John 13, 2-17. And that was another eye-opener for the disciples, their master doing a slave's job. And when Peter refused, Jesus simply told him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. And that comes from John 2, 8. It was a powerful, powerful example as Jesus told them, If I then, your Lord and Master or Teacher, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. And that comes from John 2, 14. And it's a picture of the humility and selflessness we were talking about earlier on. Then Jesus told them about their being offended by the things that were going to happen to him. But Peter, as usual, refused to accept Christ's words, claiming he would never be offended or leave Jesus. At which point Jesus told him about his denying him thrice before the cock crowed twice. And you can find that in Matthew 26, 31 to 35. Then they went into the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus, with heavy heart and sorrowful soul, prayed for a reprieve, a reprieve from his father, but none was forthcoming. And you can read about that in Matthew 26, 36 to 46. Finally, Jesus was betrayed by Judas and arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane, and all the disciples fled the scene. Yes. And you can see that in Matthew 26, 47 to 57. Then, while Jesus was being questioned by the high priest Caiaphas, Peter denied knowing him three times before the cock crowed twice. And the Lord just looked at him with an, I told you so, look. And Peter went outside and wept bitterly. And that comes from Matthew 26, 69 to 75. Yes, my fellow saints, Monday Thursday was indeed a busy and important day for our Lord and Savior. But you'll notice that though his soul was burdened, he nonetheless stepped up to the plate and batted the most wonderful innings ever played. Yes, my people, Jesus stepped up and did what he was supposed to do without any complaints. And now, that is a most worthy example for us to follow, especially since we have been generously granted what we call our Thursday blessings, none of which we are not worthy, but have been bestowed them to help us do Christ's work here on earth. So let's declare, yes, we spell declare right, let's declare them so that they can be activated. 
altogether now? I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And now, friends, it's time for us to go out and do the work that we've been so generously blessed to do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Though also God, in his humanity, Jesus was indeed a man amongst men, a class act, no doubt about it. And yes, friends, Jesus was class personified. So please, let's look at him as the example, eh? the example we need to look to. He's the author and finisher of, finisher of our faith who sits in heaven interceding for us. So let's get together, especially on this weekend, one of the most important in our Christian faith, and live for Jesus and love him and love others as he desires of us. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.